You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 200. Wow, I can't believe it. Today, I am sitting down as the guest with special guest host, Chris Little, and we are talking all about the journey to 200 episodes and what's beyond. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for joining me on a very special episode of the PT Profit Podcast. Today is typically the day where we do a science-based episode to help you sharpen your skills as a movement and rehab professional. However, today marks the 200th episode of the PT Profit Podcast. And as a tribute to the show, tribute to you as a listener, we have some very special things happening at play for the month of November, especially since it is moving into, at least in the States, a giving, a giving time. And so I have brought a very special guest, someone who has works very closely with me inside of Decent and Fitness. And you've heard him on this show, me on his show, but Chris Little, we are bringing him onto the show as a guest host. And hopefully as we continue to move through this process in and grow the business that he will be able to take on some more guest hosting opportunities for the show. So it's very exciting. It's a very exciting time. And I brought him on to really help ask some powerful questions about the journey to 200 episodes, the journey to 500K, and then, you know, some little nuggets of wisdom experience to really help you on your journey, as well as share a little bit of what we're intending to happen in the next five years to grow the show, to really just help and impact more people. And so one of the things you'll discover that we are doing when you listen to the end of this episode is we are currently in the month of November going to generate some more buzz about the podcast, specifically to help more coaches, more rehab professionals. And one of the ways that we do this is by sharing really impactful reviews that we are asking our listeners to share some impactful reviews in order to generate more buzz and help more people hear how to build their business and how to become a better movement professional with the guests on this show. And so in order to do that, we are asking our listeners to share their biggest reviews, their biggest takeaways, things that have impacted their business specifically from the show. And in addition to helping more people, we are also going to be contributing $20 to every review 
that comes in now through the end of November, we're going to be donating $20 to Children of the Night to also give back because I'm a huge believer. And I've said this before, I'll, and you'll hear this in the show that I'll never ask someone to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. And so we will be donating for every review to children of the night. There's no specific, specific reason in terms of personal experience as to why I'm so committed to this cause, which I share in the episode. And you'll hear more when we dive deeper, but mostly it's because it is a very special cause for me because it's one of the things that keeps me up at night for my own children, the safety of my own kids. And also it's, um, it's actually truly the ways that I can stay in gratitude for what is so easy for us to take for granted. And I am so lucky and blessed that it's never been, it's nothing I've ever had to face. And yet so many people do. And it's a cause that, that if we could eradicate from the world, it would be just makes such a huge impact. So it's something I'm, I'm passionate about and I'm passionate about helping others help helping trainers as well as helping others that are less fortunate than us. So I am doing this and I share this inside of the episode. And so we will begin this from the moment that we publish episode 200 and through the end of November in this truly giving season. So without further ado, let's go ahead and roll that interview. All right. So new voice (laughs) on the show. Um, I am Chris Little. Today I'm guest hosting the PT Profit podcast. I've got Beverly across from me in the Zoom room. And the reason why we kind of turn the tables here is today is a very special episode. Today is episode 200. Now, I personally know how like episode numbers could kind of become a blur and we forget like the significance of it, especially when we are kind of like a high performing type of person where we're kind of hard on ourselves. So here we are at episode 200. I personally know what having done 200 episodes feels like, but I'm curious to know, Beverly, how are you feeling knowing that you have collected this many episodes for your podcast (laughs) oh my gosh I can't believe you're hitting me with this question because I'm already like tearing up just hearing you talk about it I think there's something that you said that I think is so important and it's I've just been driving it home with my accelerator clients and the people that I attract and I I know that like attracts like and so One of the things you said is that as high performers, it's so easy to to get lost in the numbers and to forget how far you've come, right? I think that high achievers, and I'll, I'll speak for me specifically, high achievers are always moving the goalpost. And and I think that's a great thing. That's part of why we get how we evolve and how we get better and how we grow. But oftentimes it's at the expense of forgetting one, why you're doing this in the first place and two, you know, what you've learned and how far you've come. I think it's just so easy to focus on the gap. And so for me, when I hear, you know, you've put together over 200 hours of, of work, essentially, I, what comes up for me is, you know, the why I did it. I'm doing this because I know what it's like to, 
to have something in you that you know is going to help people and that you're just literally helping and impacting so many people, you know, put food on the tables, protect their children, doing what it is that they love instead of, you know, building other people's dreams. So that's really what comes up for me when I hear you begin the show. <laughs> and I mean, like, it, it's so true. We do move the goalposts. Like we think, okay, I'll, uh, I'll celebrate when I get to that next milestone. And then we get to that next milestone. It doesn't quite feel significant enough. And we almost bypass it. And I was actually having a conversation like this with one of my clients yesterday because that person was very tough on themselves and they couldn't kind of like, assess when they had like made meaningful change like meaningful lifestyle change um and we started to break it down to like looking at like financial records and looking at the calendar and stuff like that um and to kind of like add some sort of context to how we first connected it was back in 2020 and i actually had the opportunity to have my instagram audited by you on like a group zoom call and I remember when I go back to my, uh, you guessed it on my show, I think it was like episode 149 or something of the lifestyle chase. And I highlighted how that was valuable and the things that stood out to me that stand true today, which I think is very important, um, are that you enabled me to kind of like find the best version of me without me having to rewrite who I was like as an individual and like I didn't have to stray away from any of my values. And then in our work together, like as I've been helping you with the podcast and stuff, I've been able to see you consistently model that with everybody that you've worked with. So it was really cool for me to reflect on that and kind of see how the connection started. And I, I did mention in my, my episode where I had you on my show, how picky I am with like just mentors and coaches and people, because it's just like, if anybody's ever been in a situation where like someone has like given you a reason to not trust them, it takes so much more to like get to a level of trust with a person. Um, and I feel fairly confident in saying that like we we have a high level of trust. I work within your business. Um, we're able to collaborate. We're able to kind of help each other grow and stuff. And it's just super cool to see that transformation. And as I alluded to before, just like the consistency of those same like values, like when you can go back like two years and hear what a person stands for and like what their goals are and what their drive is, and there's a lot of consistency uh, in my books, that's always a really, really good sign. So oftentimes that's one of the most valuable things that a person can have when they're being described as having sort of like a testimonial like that, that's sort of like backs them up and allows people to understand like, no, like this person has like some credibility, like they, they have like a level of integrity that is rare. It's like hard to come across. So I thought that was really important and I wanted to, to showcase that. But one thing that we're going to unpack here is going to be very similar to what I went with uh, went through with my client and we found ways to kind of imagine what life was like maybe like a year ago and lifestyle differences and stuff and like maybe quality of life and sense of fulfillment and stuff and in that way we were able to better assess maybe like the strengths of that individual or like the superpowers as we've alluded to in past episodes of your podcast so 
if you were to kind of maybe look back to maybe a tougher time in the pandemic or a year ago and see the contrast of the growth that you've accomplished and maybe some of the strengths that you've identified in yourself, hmm. what kind of comes to mind for you? So first, I just wanted to say thank you that I can receive that feedback and, and, and insight and perception. So I wanted to just acknowledge that because that number one is very hard for me to do and has been for me to do, which is, you know, receive in that way. So thank you. I'll also say that that type of you know, value that I'm bringing to my, my business and to, and for my client's business, which truly is about helping people uncover the truth about what it is that they want and need inside of their business. Because I think what happens and, and to answer your question, the reason I got there was because that wasn't always the case. I didn't always do that. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way. And it was a very hard and probably one of the most painful lessons that I've had to learn in my business to date. And I'm so grateful that I had to learn that. But at the same time, it was a very, you know, expensive lesson, which is that an expensive in terms of my energy and effort, right? And what I mean and what happened specifically is that I used to, and it, and it came from a place of, of wanting my clients to succeed faster. All I wanted was my clients to, to learn the lesson faster and not have to suffer in the way that I did. And when I say the word suffer, it's pretty aggressive in word, but just mean that, you know, it took me a long time to get to where I wanted to go to when I can see, when I look at other people's business that, oh, you're so much closer than you even realize. Right. But what I recognize today and from these moments is that when I do that, when I try to to help people get a result faster, I end up robbing them from the lesson that they need to learn. It's like I realized and had this moment of, of <laughs> I don't hover parent over my children, right? I If they want to touch the stove, like I'll, I'm going to try my best to protect them, keep them safe. But as long as it's not a detriment to their health and, you know, their life, I'm going to let them fall down. It's like when I watch them learn how to walk, no toddler stands up and then runs a marathon. And I was doing that with my clients. I was trying to help my client who's just learning how to walk, run a marathon. And it was coming from a good place, but what was happening and I couldn't see it at the time until now I see it now. But what was happening is that I was want, I was, I stopped listening and I stopped. I, it, it was, you know, you have to do it this way, my way, the only way when that's just not simply not true. All roads lead to Rome and it's not about finding the right, best, perfect way. It's about finding what is going to work for you and be alignment for you and then hold yourself accountable and having that really in place. And I think that 
it took me a long time to learn that or it, it I needed to learn that the hard way and mm-hmm. I I think that's <laughs> it was painful but I'm glad that it happened because now I now I rooted in knowing that there are lots of different ways to roam well absolutely I mean when I think of my conversations that I've had with other people in our industry a lot of people um undeniably have faced sort of like lessons in life that they wouldn't necessarily like bypass if they had another chance like you you almost want that kind of thing to happen for you because that's how it kind of like tells you where your line in the sand is it kind of tells you like what not to do what to do because it's hard to learn unless we have experienced it for ourselves. um but i can also understand where that passion to sort of like try to expedite the process as much as possible comes from like being in this industry most like probably 95 percent of the people in the fitness industry are in this because of just this kind of like desire to help other people and oftentimes we were inspired to start helping because of our own struggles so we want to minimize the amount of struggle that other people have and it's tough to realize that we kind of need to sort of trust the process and, and give people their autonomy and just instill confidence in them. Um, but one thing that I kind of wanted to segue on was uh, of, oftentimes when somebody tells you or I about their goals, whether it be with their business or with their fitness, that's what kind of like sparks us into action to want to start helping them. And so with this being episode 200, We actually have a goal for this episode. Um, So as a podcast host myself, I know that a lot of people that listen to podcasts don't realize that like when they're listening, we don't know who the individuals are that listen to the show unless they like tag us in the story or like leave a review and stuff like that. And the really, really cool thing is I have witnessed times where I've gotten two reviews on a podcast episode. And then all of a sudden, like the reach of the show extended so much further. So the the comments or the reviews that people can leave on uh, Apple podcasts are like very, very powerful. And like oftentimes when I have been on someone's show, I've gone and I've left one just because like it's kind of like it's because podcasts are like hanging out in somebody's living room. So it's like you bring the flowers to the living room. You're like, here you go. I had a good time kind of thing. And then when you're listening to a podcast, you're like joining in on that conversation. So it creates that much more of a community and it helps you be part of kind of like the legacy of the show. When we think about the emotion that comes with episode 200. So to get to the point here is we're looking to encourage people to review the PT profit podcast and as part of that, uh, Beverly, you and I were talking about a cause that is very meaningful and close to your heart, and that was the Children of the Night fundraiser. Um, so what was your plan for, let's say, if someone was to uh, do a review for the podcast, what is your commitment for um, just kind of honoring that, uh, that time and space? I love it. So I definitely want to give some context around this. So I will share a little bit about my intention and my, and the reason why I'm doing this and what my thought process is behind it all is, you know, when I am in the business 
world and helping and encouraging people to generate revenue inside of their business, oftentimes a couple things will happen. People will start to reveal some of their money stories in the sense of, you know, oh, you know, you only care about, you don't care about people, growing money is greedy or trying to generate revenue. All you care about is luxury and being rich. And there is a lot of, 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 stories for lack of a better word around this concept and this is me bringing light to the fact that generating revenue for a business and 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 being able to to feed your family will only give you the opportunity to help more people and I think that, I think two things, I think number one, we forget, and I'm, I'm putting myself in this category because me too, I do this too, is that what is easy for us, what is easily accessible to us, what we, it, it, just even down to, you know, putting clothes on our, on our back, to waking up in a house that we take things for granted. It's just the way that our brain is designed. We cannot hold all the things at once in our, in our conscious thought process, it's a good thing. But what often happens is that we forget that what's easy to us and accessible to us is not easy and accessible to other people. And that I am just a firm believer that the people that I connect with, the people that work with me, when they have the revenue, they are going to give back. They are going to pour into other people. In fact, nobody gets into fitness to be rich. I mean, I can't say nobody, but I'm willing to bet that the majority of people do not get into helping others or become a personal trainer or a coach because they want to get rich. Like, it's just not like, that's just not our nature. It's our nature to help people. And so the more that we can, and I'm saying we, because I'll say you, I know that the, uh, I won't speak for you, but I'll say we as in, per, in terms of the mission at Beeson's in Fitness is to really help more people. Because when we can get the message out to more people, then we're going to be able to impact more lives, help more. Because at the end of the day, it just comes down to helping. And so my intention behind generating reviews is so that we can get out to the, our message out to people who've never heard of us before, because that is how you can't buy from the internet's best kept secret. I say that to my clients all the time. And the podcast has over 200 hours of step-by-step do this. I mean, in fact, if you download the, the 10, the complete 10 K blueprint, that has podcast episodes. It's free. And it has podcast episodes that will literally, if you implement those, those processes, you will get to 10K guaranteed per month. And what people fail to, to miss, I think, in the, for themselves in terms of what they download, what they hear, what they listen what they listen to and what they actually give out and put out, what they fail to realize is that your time is the most valuable resource that we have because your time and your effort and your money, right? But time specifically, because we can't get it back. 10 a.m. No Eastern standard or Eastern, you know, EDT is November 1st is never coming back. We cannot generate more of that. 
And so when you put your heart and soul into free resources for you, your business listener, if you're listening to this and you're putting out free content on Instagram, you're putting out free content on a podcast, you're putting out accessible ways to help people. That's not free. You, it's not free because it's your time and it's your effort and it's your years of experience that you've invested in to learn, but we take that for granted. And so for me, one of my values is to help more people. And so B Simpson fitness wants to help more coaches start to bring to light the fact that they can help more people with their resources that they have. And so that's one, that's number one, the main reason why we're saying, Hey, let's, let's, you know, let's generate some more buzz around the podcast. Let's reach more people. Let's get some more testimonials and, and reviews around how this show has impacted you in in any capacity. So we're asking for that. That's number one. And then number two, I'm a firm believer of putting my money where my mouth is. I will never ask anybody to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. And so the more revenue that I'm going to generate, I am going to give back and I'm going to choose. And the reason I'm choosing this particular fundraiser or this particular, this particular effort it's not because it has anything personal to do with me. I've never had any personal experiences around this. I just will say that it's my deepest, darkest fear is the wrong word, but it's the number one thing that I want to protect my own children from. I have had, and, and given my husband's shift work, we have seen firsthand the impact of your of your circumstances, right? You'll hear me say all the time that, you know, we, we can move out of our circumstances, but that doesn't mean that our circumstances aren't real and that things that we have to deal with. And there are things that, that these children and human trafficking specifically have to deal with that I am so blessed to have never had to deal with myself, but I, I, if we could eradicate it from the world, like it would honestly, like that, that would be a game changing thing for me. So, so this is why I'm choosing this particular effort. That's awesome. I mean, like even just understanding how much like the industry does give back in my experiences with people who um we're further ahead on the path than me like there's been so many instances where someone who could dedicate their time and energy in so many other ways has found ways to help me be better and that is just truly the nature of this industry and as far as podcasts go one thing that I would say is anybody listening to this podcast it is absolutely true that if you take a dive down the rabbit hole of this podcast um, and take out your notebook and write notes and create like deadlines and action plans. Like you could very easily come up with some, some pretty substantial outcomes just from the podcast. And then if you needed to take it to that next level, like there are so many opportunities to do so, but just the podcast is such a resource that sometimes I think 
we kind of take for granted because you know it's on spotify it's on apple Podcasts. you get it any time it's got whatever i get any time but if you are kind of just in the starting stages or if you're having some self-doubt the podcast is something that can be extremely transformative in anyone's career and it's been something that uh for myself, I leveraged podcasts a lot to, to get my career going. So hopefully anybody that is listening takes that opportunity to both help support a very worthy cause, the Children of the Night fundraiser, and also help this show grow to help reach more people. Something that you talked about, you talk about time and how we don't get time back and time is finite. And I very much preach the same thing. I talk about it often, whether I talk about it with my clients or my media or in my conversations day to day. And I usually kind of like illustrate that by thinking if my time is occupied by this work related thing, which personal related thing is it like robbing from? So like if my time is tied up with a task, does that mean that I have less time to hang out with my parents or with my siblings or with my friends kind of thing? And so I'm always kind of looking at ways to kind of like manipulate that variable to ensure that I am getting enough time to take care of myself, to be with my people and all that stuff. So I think that's a very important like fundamental thing for people to realize because it can help them like make that move to get help with their business sooner rather than later because like if we wait like five years and that's five years of time that we may have like sacrificed where we might miss out on very important things but something that i think is also important to focus on is like how we are kind of taking care of ourselves as an entity and I know for yourself, you go on your walks. I have seen a few of your uh, gym features where you're in the gym, getting a lift on. Um, I've even seen how your sleep quality has been like a focal point for your routine. So let's chat a bit about that. Like what, what goes really well when you are dialed in on your kind of like self-care fitness wellness routine? Okay. So this is an excellent question. Uh, and I'll, you know, full transparency, I'm always going to, um, give you full transparency, but just real quick before I answer this question, I want to circle back because you asked me to give the details and I forgot. So I just gave context. I didn't give details. So what we're doing is for every review that you do of the show, it doesn't have to be this one. It can be any show, uh, new reviews. So if you screenshot that and email that to Chris at bsimpsonfitness.com, we're going to donate $20 for every review of the show from, I don't, we haven't set a deadline yet, so we'll decide uh, and we will share. We'll put that in the post notes, but uh, from any review from now, from the time that this is published for some arbitrary amount of time, every uh, post will, uh, will donate $20 to the cause for every review, at least. So that's number one. So back to your question about, you know, what I'm hearing you say and what I'm hearing you ask, and it's something that I've always say, and I'll reiterate it, which is that for every yes, you're saying no to something else, whether it is personal, whether it is, you know, yourself, all of those things, right? It's true. And, and I also think that the law of polarity comes here and by, uh, comes into play here. And what I mean by that is that 
without the light, you cannot have the dark. So, so you cannot know one without the other and they both exist. And so there's a lot of nuance to a lot of the things that we teach. And I think that this also comes down to years of experience and skill acquisition in terms of like, it can't just be black or white. And I'll tell you from having a fitness background, it's hard to wrap your brain around the nuance because we're so data-driven and linear in terms of, you know, we're either lifting 220 or we're not. It's either yes or no, there is no maybe, right? So to your question, you know, what are some of the things that, that, um, I'm doing now to prioritize myself and, and my, and that work. And so I'll share this right on my journey to 500 K it has been, it has been at the cost of family, putting family first. It has been, uh, at the cost of, of not going to the gym, not doing the work, not, you know, all those things, right. It has, it has had an impact in that way for better, for worse. And I shared just recently, just recently, I can't remember. I was talking, I was looking at it on my Instagram. It was, it was very powerful moment for me because I think this happens to a lot of people is where we think we've handled something. We think that we've dealt with something, but then all of a sudden we get hit with evidence data. And for me personally, it was like, I was looking at a photo of myself, but you can see from the photo, all the tension that was, I was holding. Like, I don't even think I was breathing in either one of those photos. And I remember think looking at that photo now and looking back to that moment and thinking, oh man, I thought I had handled all my body stuff then. I thought I had handled all my mental stuff, but that's just not true. Wherever you go, there you are. This goes back to that saying of, you know, how you do one thing is often how you do everything. Maybe not in the same way or at the certain level, but for the most part, those neural pathways in your brains exist and they will show up in other ways, maybe not as strongly or prominently in, you know, health, wealth, and love, right? Those three main areas, but they do show up. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that it's taken me time to recognize that it's not a bad thing and to release the idea of relentless positivity. I'll say that, oh no, if I have a negative thought that I'm going to break my business and it's just simply not true. It's about accepting it, moving through it, and then making a different choice over and over and over again. That's the human experience. And I, I don't, it's, it's going to be this way forever. And sometimes that's hard for me as a high achiever to accept because no, I just, I want to, I, I want to transcend from a human experience. And my husband is always, God love him. He's always reminding me of this lesson because he'll say things without even realizing they're having an impact. Like Beverly, you know, it, it's that if then continuum, he'll say things like, whoa, when you hit 1 million, it won't be enough. When you hit 10 million, it won't be enough. And then when he says stuff like that, it's a good reminder for me to check in with, okay, we keep moving the goalpost. We can live in the and. Celebrate now and continue to grow. Be okay now and continue to, to, you know, to grow, for lack of a better word. 
And so what I had realized recently is that I, I'll say that one of the biggest things that I have recognized in myself and, and in hanging out with highly successful entrepreneurs in all walks of life, not just business marketing, right? Fitness, love, meal prepping. What I'll say is, and what I've noticed is that the number one successful trait is self-integrity. And I think we underestimate as humans the power of keeping your word to yourself. And I started to look at all the ways that I had noticed that I was leaking my personal power because I was not keeping my word. I was keeping my word to my clients, to my business, to myself in that regard, but not to myself in terms of putting myself on the forefront. I was doing the thing that I tell people not to do, which is, you know, I was forgetting to put the oxygen mask on my own face and just wanting to put it out on everybody else's and then I'll take care of myself. I mean, my levels of priorities go from family, you know, kids, husband, clients, work, and, and I'm never at the forefront. And I, I started to operate under this, this illusion that like, oh, but I love working because I do. And I think that this is part of that nuance is that whenever I had free time, I would just, you know, listen to a podcast. I would just, you know, work because that's what I love to do. But, but that was, I'm trying to pour from an empty cup. And that's one of the biggest mistakes I think business owners can make. And you're not alone if you're doing this because I do it too. And it's very hard for me. I'll I'll share for me. It's very hard because I want to, you know, things that I consider self-care that people or things that people will often consider self-care that triggers me because I'm like taking a bath is not self-care. That is literally, you know, a fundamental like need that human beings need to clean yourself. Cleaning yourself is not self-care. So I have really started to spend time on this in the back half of the year, really trying to, to look for the ways that I am not being true to my word and to myself. So I've been saying all year that I was going to work out, take care of myself. And I hadn't been. And so I'm, I'm literally, we're in week three of doing this. And it was part of, I started to realize, okay, so I'm not keeping my word here and here's why. And sharing that process with y'all on Instagram, I'm sharing that journey because it's coming up for me in prioritizing my own mental and physical health. But I peep, this happens to people in their business all the time. For a lot of fitness professionals, it might not show up in their fitness because it's just part of their identity, but it was from, it's showing up for me. I think this is also part of the reason why a lot of fitness managers get out of shape because they end up stop prioritizing themselves. So I'm back to, you know, making sure that I'm working out, that I'm, I'm, walking, doing the things that are keeping me feeling good. And honestly, by staying consistent in this way, I'm not under any rigorous plan. I'm just 
keeping my word to myself. And this is requiring me to get honest about what is, what is resistance? Like, oh, I just don't feel like it. And then, you know, versus going to the gym, you know, what is too rigid resistance and rigidity, the two sides of the spectrum. And I'm just having to be very honest and present with myself in that regard. And then making sure that what I'm asking myself to do is totally meetable that I can check it off, like closing my rings on my watch, like something as simple as that. And, and it has been really profound and eye-opening for me to see how I feel and interact in my relationships, client, family, kids, just in the last three weeks, what that's been like and how it's had a profound impact. Absolutely. And I mean, everything that you shared there is like very relatable. And I have a few like kind of like carry on side stories that I wanted to share to kind of help people understand like it's it's sort of like part of the process part of like life's journey we go through all these seasons and my first story I'm going to share about uh, I go to these monthly meetings it's going to sound like real sketchy and like multi-level <laughs> marketing kind of thing but essentially like during the pandemic there was a few like retired business owners here in Edmonton that uh, actually pooled together to provide some relief for the city of Edmonton, just like some of the citizens just doing it through Instagram. And the, the fact of the matter, like they've broken down how they built their business. They created a product, they found the demand and they sold the product. And it was nothing to do with fitness. They're very fitness minded people, but their business was nothing to do with fitness. And in the end, this individual that I've gotten to know, he retired in his mid thirties as a millionaire. Um, so once a month, I get to meet up with him and a bunch of like-minded business owners, and we're all from different industries, different backgrounds, but despite the fact that some of the industries that these people represent are like liquor, cigarettes, coffee, cars, like it's not like fitness and health related. Everybody is geared towards the value of fitness and, and nutrition. And this is just such a common trait of like high performing people, no matter what industry they're in. But the other thing here is not all these people are perfect people. They have their phases where they're just on top of it. And they have those phases where they're leaning into their business and it slips. Um, but what helps is by having like that network, those like-minded people that kind of like help kind of like reinvigorate that energy and kind of help remind them why they started or maybe remind them to a past version of them that was super empowered through doing those good lifestyle habits. And then the second piece here is, it's very easy for me to relate to your experience because I've had a very similar experience. I mean, 2022 has been a roller coaster of a year for me. I've uh, worked incredibly hard in my own career. It's been a lot of hours of work and my own fitness was not where I wanted it to be. And I would often just kind of like cover it up by making that excuse to myself that, well, like financially, I'm doing very well. And I'm creating a lot of like big moments for myself and getting lots of momentum. Um, and it wasn't until I got like some sort of like critical feedback from some close friends that were like, look, man, like take control over the part of your life that you have the ability to take control of. And I was strongly encouraged to go into jujitsu. And so I started doing jujitsu about a month ago. And the reason why it's beneficial for me is because I tend to get like 
tunnel vision going towards a goal. And I know that you're very similar, Beverly. Um, and I've just very much thrived in jujitsu because then I can completely shut off all the noise in my head and focus on becoming, as, as the uh, professor instructor says to the white belts, be less dumb. And that is my focus. I show up, I put the belt on and I be less dumb. <laughs> and that just basically alludes to the fact that we're just trying not to like get our limbs broke and we're trying not to do something no buffoonery because like I'm a I'm a strong guy, but I'm still a white belt. So I need to make sure that I'm not hurting somebody that might not be as strong. But just the takeaways from that experience and the value that I've gotten from being connected to people that kind of hold me accountable. Because like when we're connected on social, whether we admit it or not, like each person inspires one another. Like I'll see you post your walk. I'm like, oh, I better go on my walk. And I'll see you post your workout. I'm like, glad I got my workout and we're on the same page. And so that, I think that's some value that oftentimes like your accelerator clients would get because they're able to connect with a lot of people that are kind of on that same path. And even just like people who are on different paths, like I'm able to have these conversations with like these millionaire guys that are way ahead of me. They're, they've got properties all over the world. They're converting them. They're putting things up into like the public stock exchange in like two years or something. They're leagues ahead, but from like a fundamental human perspective, they're still finding that they have to like call themselves into action to make sure that they're extending their life as long as possible to make sure that they're getting the best quality out of each of their individual days. So it's not just like working to pay bills and die. It's more so working to have an abundant um, lifestyle where we're able to really capitalize on human experiences, where we're able to truly help people both like holistically, financially through our knowledge, et cetera. Because like these guys, they could be paid for consulting, for just helping businesses grow, but they're essentially giving their time for free. Like I go to these brunch meetings and I pay my fee, which essentially covers the brunch, but they actually donate that to local food bank initiatives. So they'll go into industrial kitchens and they'll bulk prepare um, like sandwiches or pizzas and stuff. And then they'll donate that to people in the community. So that just kind of shows that no matter how much wealth a person accumulates, that's kind of like the the secret to it all is uh, giving back, which again, like as, as we are talking on this episode, one of the key things here is that as people review the show, like you'll be giving back to a cause that's deeply meaningful to you. So every review that gets emailed to me, chris at bsimpsonfitness.com, will get a donation in its honor and like we can post it as it happens like you can share it on your social and everything and everybody can kind of share in that like good vibes good feeling but yeah i just wanted to kind of echo that because like sometimes people will hear something from one person they're like oh well i mean like that's not me but then when they hear it from many many different perspectives it kind of gives people that opportunity to realize, oh, so like I'm leaving opportunity on the table here by not carving out that time for me, despite the fact that I could make maybe like an extra $200 a week by working during this time, there's potential to do go even further if I'm operating at my highest level for the entire day. 
and like I'm a I'm a firm believer if you dedicate like a certain amount of time to yourself to the things that you need um your output is going to be significantly higher like love it or hate it like even in the times when we're making excuses that are super loud that we're not going to take care of ourselves we're leaving opportunity on the table so it's just super cool that we're both in this like momentum phase where we're uh looking after our health and our fitness and our sleep and everything like that yeah what you're talking about is so so powerful because you're talking about maximizing your leverage and this is something we teach inside of inside of pt profit accelerator is that no million dollar business no hundred thousand dollar business got there on its own we all learn from each other and i'll just share with you you know, personally, you had asked me this a little bit earlier in the, in the podcast. So it's a great circle back is that, you know, what are some of the other biggest lessons I had to learn and let go of in order to get here and where, where I foresee this company going in the next five years, you know, for as cheesy and cliche as that sounds. But, um, one of the things is, when I'm not taking care of myself or when I am hyper-focused on the critical components, it's really, and I see this a lot in my clients and have in the past is that it is, so you're not alone. I see this in myself as well. If this is happening to you is that we are really focusing, focusing on all of the negative components of our circumstances. And so for me, for example, you know, I, I'll, I'll hear it and I'm doing all the right things and nothing's working, or I already know this. And, and those are just some of the, the, you know, that's like poison that you are drinking in, in, into your business, into your body. It's like the alcohol of mindset. We'll say that, right. Is this idea of there's nothing more to learn. Cause the truth is we are always in momentum whether you're growing or going backwards. And, and it's true masters that finally get to this moment where they say, I know nothing. In fact, the Buddha said it, Jesus said it, these masters will say, I know nothing. And it's this, this, you know, one of my mentors says living on the razor's edge where you care about everything and nothing at the same time. And it's this idea that, that, for me, when I'm not taking care of myself, it's so easy for me to just focus on the gap, focus on the pushing the goal, focusing on like all the negative subconscious programming that my body and mind, given whatever circumstances, it's just easy for me to fall into that. And I notice that when I am prioritizing my health, mental health and, and physical health, it's much easier for me to move through it faster where I can acknowledge it and say, oh yeah, okay, that's coming up for me. But I can see the positive side of it faster. I can make a, a choice, a decision, a different thought faster, not negated or pretend that it's not there, but I can move through it faster when I'm in, in a more positive, optimal thought process. Absolutely. And I mean, it's just like, when we are able to focus on the things that are going well, we're most likely going to come up with more good outcomes. And that can be with regards to our mindset or with regards to like the performance in our business. If, if our business was totally focused on our shortcomings, we would probably produce more shortcomings. And if we're able to focus on our wins, then we're able to produce more wins as yeah. As we're kind of segueing this into our close, 
there was something that I wanted. I was curious to learn or know about you. Um, do you use any kind of like personal mantras or little reminders for yourself on the days where you might feel like you need a little reminder that you can do the tough things? Or maybe if you're doubting like something that you're going to do, like how do you like draw yourself back in and focus on the task at hand and sort of like push away that self-doubt that lingers for just about anybody? Honestly, it's support and, and support in terms of, I have, I, I'm just such a huge firm believer. And if you haven't realized this about me, I just, I believe in what I teach because I do it. I never would ask someone to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. And this is not coming from a place of, so that means I'm better than, you know, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I am never going to teach or give you any type of context that I, that I don't know. This is why I'm so convicted in what I teach because I I've lived it. I experienced it. And so I'm just a huge believer in support and coaching. So I belong to two masterminds and I have friends and, and a peer mat and two peer mastermind groups, right? I think that it's, it's imperative that we, we learn collectively custom and collectively. So for me, when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling down in the dumps, right, my first journey along this, you know, self-development process and getting present to my, you know, getting present to me, essentially, it really came up not only just because I was building a business, but I'm a parent. And, and those two things, I will take you through a personal development journey. You didn't know you needed, let me tell you. And, um, uh, what I realized is that I would, you know, I can't have a negative thought because then I'm going to manifest that negative thought. Right. And so that is, um, just not true. So I've, I've learned now to be able to accept and process and, and support through my masterminds and support through my faith. So, and, and faith in terms of that, I know I'm never, you know, we could talk about spiritual faiths in that regard. So those, those two things have really been support and faith have been what pulls me out of it. And if I can't get out of it, I just, there's a, I know, I just operate from a knowing that there's a reason why. And so I just let myself live in it until I can get out of it. Absolutely. And I mean, that's a great way to cap off the episode um, it's been great to have the privilege and honor to guest host episode 200. I truly hope that people take the opportunity to go back and past episodes, just to even just see the legacy of the PT Profit podcast, to be able to see kind of the past lessons from past guests. There's probably people whose names that you may recognize. You can see past solo episodes to help you on your business, but with that being said, um, thanks for allowing me to guest host your your show today, Beverly. I love it. It was so fun. Honestly, this has been so fun, so great. It's hard for me, and I shared this earlier, it's hard for me to, to sometimes, and I think this is true for everyone, so, you know, if you relate, great, but uh, I'll say that sometimes it's hard to, to 
bring out the things you think are going to be valuable because it's just so easy for us to take for granted our stories, our journeys, because we're so close to it. So things I'll usually, ah, that's not going to help anyone. I'm going to just offer to you that what is easy for you is not easy for your clients. So the more that you can share in a safe way, the more, this is just how we learn as human beings through stories, through experiences. So if you've felt like what you have to share isn't worth it or isn't valuable to anyone, I'm going to challenge that belief and ask you to, to, to consider sharing something today in honor of episode 200. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.